There are new questions this morning about the response and warning from officials in the lead up to the wildfires that have completely, completely decimated parts of Maui. When asked if he thought the island's siren warning system worked sufficiently, the mayor of Maui would not comment. He did say it was a, quote, impossible situation. Our affiliate KABC spoke with a man who tried to save his home until the very last moment. I sat up on top of the roof and uh, I battled the fire for about three hours. I couldn't do it anymore. And then I said, I have to move. And then I ran to the ocean and just I gave in. So you literally saved yourself by jumping into the ocean? Yes. When you turned around and looked back, what'd you see? Devast devastation. Everything. Gone. Now, the number of those killed is now at 55, but it's unclear how high it could rise because police do not know how many people are actually missing. How many people are still missing at this hour? It's going to defer that to me, I sure. guess. Sure, whomever. Yeah. So, sure. honestly, we don't know. And, and here's the challenge. There's no power. There's no Internet. There's no radio coverage uh, until we get some of those basic things set up. Uh, we're not going to have that number. There are hundreds upon hundreds of burned out homes and buildings in Lahaina, the town eviscerated by the fast moving inferno. The mayor of Maui just said those buildings have not been searched yet and that the current death toll only represents bodies found outside of the buildings. We have not yet searched uh, in the interior of the buildings. We're waiting for FEMA. Uh, to help with that search uh, as they are equipped to handle the, uh, the hazmat conditions of, uh, of the buildings that have, that have been burnt. Well, this morning, those FEMA teams are on the way from California and from Washington State, and they are taking cadaver dogs with them. And now there are serious questions about if or when people were warned to evacuate. Some survivors say they either didn't get evacuation orders or the orders just came too late when the flames were already closing in. And we just spoke to one man who said that he never heard any sirens. But you were telling me that this, this is not just one village on Maui. This will affect all Every single person, every one of my friends lost their job because the building they worked at. So much of the people that live here work here on the west side. It's like where the hotels are. It's where all the tourists come. It's the reason we don't have beaches, you know? So it's like... Everyone's lost their job, they've lost their house, they've lost their family. I think there's gonna be hundreds of people dead. And I don't say that as any conspiracy theory. I just look at how fast it moved and I know how people around here, we're all in slippers. You know, it happens, what happens? How are you gonna get out that fast? It's all wooden houses super close together in that neighborhood. You've probably been here on vacation. If there's a way you can help, it's your turn. Help here because it's needed. Every single home in Lahaina is gone. It's like I said before, it's apocalyptic. Yeah. That uh, explanation coming to our Bill Weir, who is there in Maui. Uh, Bill, uh, good morning to you. Listen, we have seen the pictures. You are there. What does it look like? What does it feel like? It is, it is so hard. It, it gets you in your guts, Victor, when you see, when you truly take in the scope of the devastation. In Lahaina Town, I was lucky enough to be there years ago when it was at its most charming, and and it's paradise. It's one of the, the most beautiful places. But just today, it's 
unrecognizable. It looks really like a, the set of a World War II movie in the, in the middle of Front Street there. Everything man-made structurally is blackened and charred and just melted. It smells, it reminds me of the smells I, I, I came across in Paradise, California after the record deadly fire in the United States happened there because every petroleum product, all the pipes, all the, the plastic, the fiberglass boats is melted into this soup that's now floating uh, in the harbor there. And mostly you talk to the, some of the folks. I talked to the, the, the gentleman you just saw there, Eddie Garcia, who's a local farmer. Uh, he was cutting furiously a fire break on his farm to try to stop the flames the days before, and it actually paid off for him. He lost a lot, but nothing compares to his neighbors who have nothing, who didn't have the time to grab their clothes or, or even a passport before they fled. And now there's that worry. I hear it again and again. They're worried that the death count will just go higher and higher. As, the, as you mentioned, they start to search buildings right now. It seems to me they're finding folks who were trapped on the road, either in their cars or they tried to take uh, refuge in the waves of the Pacific. I heard one story of a woman who stood in the waves or waited there for eight hours. The man next to her did not survive. And so when they start going through the structures, uh, some of which are just turned to ash, sadly, sadly, those statistics uh, have to climb. And now it's just people are going through sort of the five stages in real time of grief, understanding what's lost, understanding how to come together. But if there's a, if there's a place that can be done, it's Hawaii. I, I talk about the community, the strength of community in this state, uh, especially on Maui, Western Maui, there's very tight uh, community there as well. And boy, they need each other now more than ever. They certainly do. There's real concern about a lack of warning that a lot of survivors are talking about. The mayor just spoke with NBC News, Bill, and was asked, did the emergency sirens work? Here's what he said. Um, so everything happened so quickly. Uh, I can't comment on whether or not the sirens uh, sounded or not, but I know that the fires came up so quickly and they spread so fast. Well, you're on the ground. What are people telling you? That's what I hear again and again, is just the speed of this. Within minutes, less than minutes, the, the embers were blowing so fast. And people didn't have any sort of early warning system. We hear, are hearing mixed reports of some people got some sort of an alert on their phone, similar to a tsunami warning, which they're used to here in the islands. But uh, the speed of this, and there's the, the escape routes are so limited. You know, you've got the high up country, the, the, the mountainsides, you've got the ocean. And with just a few roads in between, and once those the traffic was backed up there, people had nowhere to go. I, I talked to one gentleman, uh, Bill Wyland, who famous art gallery owner here, who escaped his gallery on a motorcycle, and he thinks that made all the difference because he was able to go around mm -hmm. some of the cars. Bill, we are we appreciate your reporting. We'll keep watching it throughout the day as the sun comes up there, and they go into some of these buildings. Thank you. Joining us now is the retired chief of the Maui Fire Department, Lionel Montalvo. Uh, chief, thank you so much for being with us. Um, I want to start here with what we're learning about alerts and warnings. You say that there have been fires like this uh, before. They were able to have been contained. Um, how do the alerts and warnings play into the containment and minimizing the damage, and were there enough here? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how this um, event unfolded. Um, in the past, we were um, fortunate enough to have the opportunity of, of um, sounding those alerts. Yeah, um, 
So activating um, the, the alert system would simply re require just a, a request um, on the radio or a phone call for, to the emergency management center. Yeah, that's a real question now. Was it working? Did those calls happen? I wonder what, Chief, your response is to hearing from the mayor that they haven't gone in the buildings yet and what that you think that means for the death toll. Um, yeah, it's it's devastating, I'm sure, for all those involved and those that are doing the work out there. We're um, still in the process of waiting for um, assistance from the, the urban search and rescue units that's coming in. We do have the National Guard. We do have um, uh, the capability of doing it ourselves. But um, if you can imagine, the department's limitation is, you know, one building. Um, this is a whole village many structures that need to be searched and it's it's going to take some time